Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. We are so thankful you're here with us today. I'm your host for this, I'll call it an exciting episode. There's some cool stuff in this, and we're looking at a Wikipedia article, and this is biblical artifacts found in biblical archaeology, and this is from the 8th century, and there is a ton of neat stuff from the 8th century B.C. That'd be the 700s B.C. So let's dive in. The very first one is intriguing. And this is the Tuntelet Arjud inscriptions, 9th to 8th century B.C. Inscriptions in Phoenician script, including references to Yahweh or Jehovah. That's big. And then the... Seafire steel, or stele, 8th century B.C., described as the best extra-biblical source for West Semitic traditions of covenantal blessings and curses. That's neat. And then the next one is the steel, or stele. A steel is just, you know, something that stands upright and has writings or reliefs on it. The steel of Zakur, 8th century B.C., mentions Haziel, king of Aram, and he is mentioned in Scripture. I think Elisha may have paid him a visit. And then Tel, or Mount Al-Rima Stella, tells, and this is from 780 B.C., tells of the exploits of Adad-Nerari III, mentioning Joash, king of Samaria. So you see how all this is confirming Scripture, not only placing, you know, naming biblical persons, but placing them at the correct chronological time. And uh, next is incredible. Shebna's lintel inscription, the 8th, 7th century B.C., found over the lintel or doorway of a tomb has been ascribed to Hezekiah's comptroller Shebna. The fascinating thing about that is, is in Isaiah, it talks about Shibna in his tomb kind of being too ornate, and there you have it. <laughs> so that's a phenomenal, phenomenal find. Then King Ahaz's seal, 732 to 716 B.C. Ahaz was a king of Judah, but did not do that which was right in the sight of the Lord as God, as his ancestor David had done. 2 Kings 16 to 2 Chronicles 28.1. He worshipped idols and followed pagan practices. Really bad. This is part of my daily reading, I think, today. Earlier today, as a matter of fact. He even made his son pass through fire according to the abominable practices of the nations. Ahaz was the son and successor of Jotham. So, but we have his seal, which was just uh, like a something like a signet ring, a seal, something that you would stamp in clay. It would harden for contracts. It's kind of like a signature today. A boule is the clay part of that. That's where the term bull comes from. That's a bunch of bull because the Pope's uh, pronouncements used to come uh, with a, a boule seal and people got where they didn't like it. So just interesting fact. It's like Buncombe, Buncombe County, where Asheville is, where we get, that's a bunch of bunk. Uh, he was a senator, and people didn't believe him either. Okay, so a bulle from 715 to 687 B.C., or 716 to 687 B.C., Clay Roundell's impressed with a personal seal identifying the owner of an object, the author of a document, etc., 
are, like ostraca, relatively common both in digs and on the antiquities market. The identification of individuals named in Bule with equivalent names from the Bible is difficult, but identifications have been made with King Hezekiah and his servants, Avedim in Hebrew. So Hezekiah's Bule, several of his servants have been found as well, and that's extremely significant. Uh, the Annals of Tiglath-Pileser III, layered 45b. I won't go into all that. I'm guessing that's Austin layer. Possibly refers to uh, the land of Samaria, it appears to. This is from 740 to 730 BC. The Iran stela refers to Kur-Sam-I-U-Ana-Ana-A-A, the land of Samaria. And I may have mispronounced that, but I tried. Layered refers to you are, and then goes into the city of Samaria. Layered 66 refers to the city of Samaria. Um, 3R9350 refers to Manaham, the Samarian. You remember King Manaham. And then Nimrud Tablet 3, and then various things beyond that, refers to the overthrown of Pekah by Hoshea. So, I mean, this is this all happened in Scripture. You can read it. One fragment refers to Azrayu. And I'm zooming in, make sure I'm pronouncing it. Right. Yeah, Azrayu. And another, it has been joined to, refers to Yadi. Some scholars have interpreted this as Azahiah Uzziah, although this is disputed and not gained scholarly consensus. And we're, Lord willing, going to do a list of some things that are a little more disputed than most of these. Most of these are, are pretty uh, jam-up and jelly-tight, as they say. The land of Bit-Humri is another one. And then the land of Bit-Humri as well. A couple more. The Babylonian Chronicle, ABC 1, from 725 BC. Shalmaneser V refers to the city of Samaria. And then the Annals of Sargon II, 720 B.C., you have the Nimrud Prism, great summary inscription, refers to the city of Samarina. And then the Palace Door, small summary inscription, cylinder inscription, bull inscription, refers to the land of Bithumri. And then the oldest papyrus mentioning Jerusalem in the Hebrew language, and that is extraordinarily significant because most of the things we find are on clay or on stele or, you know, relief, something like that. So for it to have lasted 2,700 years to be on papyrus is incredible. We want to say thank you so much for listening. These just show that the Bible is absolutely true, and you can believe it. You can believe your Bible. And we want you to subscribe and to share and to leave us a five-star review. Sorry for the phone ringing. I thought I had it off. <laughs> but anyhow, we are so grateful you're listening. Join us at Facebook and YouTube under New Life of Albany, Georgia, or newlifeofalbany.com as well. If you feel led to give, that's where to give or at tithe.ly. Tomorrow, we're going to be looking at fascinating things from the 7th century B.C. So you don't want to miss that. So God bless you. Talk with you later in Jesus' name.